Blog Talk Radio. about life's problems that may break or tear a heart's apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. 9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or for those who may want to get on the chat room, you're welcome to get on the chat room on our website. As well as for those who may want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. You will see the video version, and also for those who may be on social media, Facebook, you're welcome to go to my page at Brother Prater. Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S and Paul, R-A, T-S and Tom, E-R. I'm so glad y'all joined us on today. Uh, 
I want to say, first of all, thank God that you all are here. We made it here safely. We made it another week. Um, this has definitely been um, an a joyful week for me. Um, one of the things I always believe in, uh, what situations occur in life, the Bible tells us to count it all joy. And so we just have to just rest and trust in God pertaining to that because all things work together for the, good, for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So that doesn't mean that everything's going to be good, but sometimes or it may feel good, but when you trust God for the outcome, he always have it where the good come out in your favor. So I just wanted to share that with you because I felt that there's someone right now, before we even get on on to the episode of the show, there's someone right now who may feel like they, they are at their wit's end. There are some people that may have had a stressful day. True enough, today is Sunday, but anything can happen to you after you leave church. There are some situations, there are some news that can transpire. There are some people that may call you out of the blue after you've gotten a good word. The devil going to always try to attack you to try to make you regurgitate before you properly digest what God has given you. And so I want to encourage those who may be watching, who may not have had the opportunity to properly digest that word that they were fed on today or this week. I want to help you to be able to digest it and put it to good use. So I just felt the need to just um, share that with you all. Uh, we know that this week, uh, there may be some who may have had spring break this week, and then there are other people who will be spring break this coming up week, starting tomorrow. So um, I just felt the need to just come up here, um, maybe a different setting uh, than before, but I believe in us being informative on this program. So as spring break approaches, some folks are not aware of the dangers that may be around them, may be lurking around them. So on today's show, we want to give some fatherly advice. Some fatherly advice to the youth, to the young people, and even to some old heads. I just want to be able to just have this as the opportunity to just give some some sound advice, some precautionary measures, and some, like I said, fatherly advice that we may just need to know as we approaching spring break. So I want to do that on today's show. Today's topic is entitled, Remember What You've Been Taught. Remember What You've Been Taught. Fatherly advice for spring break. You know, I often think about um, those that know my father. My father, uh, he was the laid-back type that would talk. Um, you know, he he never really fussed. Whatever he would talk to you, he always wanted to give you some advice. He always, uh, and I see I am my father's son. <laughs> um, he would always get the pen and paper. He ought to get the pen out of his breast pocket and just want to just get some notes to you to make sure that um, 
you knew what you needed to know. He always said, hey, make sure at least at the time, pay phones were a quarter. He always said, make sure you have at least two quarters in your pocket. Make sure you're able to have, you know, some type of communication for you to be able to call somebody, call somebody, this was before cell phones and stuff. And so even when I moved years ago, um, when I moved on my own, um, he spoke to me and it was like, I remember him in the heat, even though I was, I think I was in my thirties. Uh, he just wanted to just talk and he said, it's just like you going off to college. He said, I just want to make sure that I want to make sure that you took care of, not just, just having money or, but most importantly, access to God and access to information. And so um, when I realized that this was spring break, it was really on my heart to just use it as an opportunity just to have a conversation with someone who may not have had this type of fatherly parenting advice. You know, there are some people that may be watching right now. They may not have any type of connection with any type of parental guidance, any type of parental advice. And so who knows? There may be some who may begin it, but they may not have had the kind of conversation that needs to be taking place because there's danger everywhere. And not just people bringing danger to you, but even you bringing danger to yourself. And so this is the conversation that we want to have on today. Uh, first, I I didn't realize I didn't post it up, but um, there's a picture I'm gonna show later on, and uh, I'm just held it up to the camera. And for those who may be listening online, I'll explain to you. But when we think about spring break, we think it about sometimes a vacation a getaway, sometimes for us to be with our family. Um, But then there are others, maybe in college, getting away from their family, getting away from their parents. Uh, Some people may look at it as a time to get wild. (laughs) But then there are times where we have to think about in whatever we do, we still have to be mindful of our responsibility. And so when we think about spring break, cold drinks, warm weather. Matter of fact, even speaking of last night, we have to think about spring break and to daylight saving time, spring back. We lost an hour. <laughs> so some of us may be sleep deprived. But we think about cold drinks, warm weather, in a week of no work. These are the things that spring break, one of the most popular times of the year for college students. However, there are many legal and safety issues that students don't realize could impact their education. Many students travel out of the state during this time of the year. Some of them travel out of the state, even out of the country. And, of course, we know that we're still in the pandemic. Some people forget that we are in the pandemic. But the main thing 
of it is us being aware, for us being relaxed, but being aware that we still, still have to have precautionary measures because of the virus. And so many people, they travel near and far. Being away from home or the campus can be very exciting, but also it can be dangerous to students if they let their guards down. Students' legal service attorney have covered five important spring break safety tips for students doing the uh, presentation uh, during a student's center. First of all, students, think about this. Break-ins, whether you are in a dorm, apartment, house, students should make steps or take steps in place to make sure that your place is well secured. Unfortunately, many people, they end up broadcasting their spring break plans and sometimes they share it with people that they don't need to be sharing it with. Get some water right quick. We have to make sure that our place is well secured and the belongings are kept out of reach from burglars and thieves. Securing doors, keeping valuable belongings locked away, and checking that windows and other entry points are sealed are the best ways to ensure personal items aren't taken. Also, like I said, not to tell everybody your business. Matter of fact, this is one of the things, if you have to share with somebody, Make sure you share with key people, people that are responsible that, that you're leaving. But also, if you want to show some pictures, don't show all of it, but show it when you get back. Don't tell people where you're at. You let people know where you're at. And even with that information, be secret because there are some people, they may think you got money. And if they see you on a beach or whatever like that, then they may look and say, well, you know what? I know if I want to rob somebody, I can get them. These are the day and time that they're living in. And don't assume, well, you know, uh, that person would never do. Listen here. You don't know what a person may do until they get in a predicament of a need or a want. So I want to also say that. Also, to make sure that your animals are well-kept in, in good care while you're away. Also, financial traps. Also, it stated that travelers should be careful when making reservations since there, since there are often travel scams. There are individuals posed as real or reliable hotel or lodging authorities. And sometimes some people, they would deliberately do that stuff to take your stuff. Now, not just while you're out, but I do want to say this, because um, I didn't, I wrote this on my notes later, but even if you're planning to go, go out, let's just say you plan on driving, the first thing you want to do is make sure that your vehicle is well kept. First of all, you want to make sure that your vehicle 
registrations is updated. Inspection is up. You want to make sure that you check the tires. You want to make sure you check the oil. Make sure you have all the fluids filled up. Also, even check the spare tire. What type of condition is your spare tire? You want to make sure when you even check the the uh, the wheels. You want to make sure that all the thread is on there. One of the key things that they often say is you get a penny, and if you put it in the crease of the tire, if you can still see the head of Abraham Lincoln, which is on the penny, you may need to get some more tires. I ain't going to say, mate, you need to get some more tires. You want to make sure that your tire is in a good condition. Also, even check for ball spots. You know, check for glass, check for nails inside your tires because you would hate to be in a situation where while you're traveling and you did not check your tires, you end up having a blowout. You end up getting to a situation where you're getting stuck. So those are some of the precautionary measures that we want to Um Also, like I said, all the fluids and stuff, make sure they uh, taken care care of. Also, understanding that there are some danger. Now, like I said, this is even when you're um, driving your own vehicle. We want to make sure that you have your license updated. You want to make sure that you have your insurance. Make sure your insurance is paid. Make sure it's updated. And also, make sure you have your registration. You know, you may get stopped. And also, depending upon what state that you're in, if you have your weapon, make sure that you have your uh, license, your license and your gun permit accessible. You know, um, especially the past couple of years that we're really emphasizing, um, especially the young people, make sure that you have your license, make sure you have your insurance accessible so if by chance you get stopped, you don't have to go fit a family and look for it. You have it right here. Matter of fact, when you get in the car, maybe best to hey, have your license where if you get stopped the police can see, hey, it's right here. Here you go. Confusion. Also even while we're on that topic, if you get stopped, hey, look here. If you get stopped don't try to start asking questions right then and there. Because to be honest with you, some of them, it just may be best to go, just let them do what they want to do. Do what they want to do. You know, if they want to stop you, hey, here you go. License, registration, here you go. Okay. Thank you. You know, if he's going to give you a ticket, whatever, as far as, well, see, this is about. No need to try to be argumentative because there are some people, let's be honest, there are some people in law enforcement, they already got a chip on their shoulder. Some of them, they looking for trouble. There are some that are great. Matter of fact, I was stopped a couple of months ago, and uh, I really appreciate the officer that this conversation with me. And matter of fact, the conversation, I ended up getting stopped. It was like nine-something at night. And so he was very respectful. I said, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. you know, I ended up, um, I didn't realize it, but one of my kids were out. And he gave me a warning, and I told him, I'm going to go to Walmart right over there. I'm going to get the bub. I'm going to put it on in the parking lot. 
And he just started laughing. I said, yes, sir. I said, I ain't playing. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. You know, I said, I didn't know about that, but guess what? I'm going to get it fixed, right? I'm going to fix it myself at night, you know? And so I did that, you know, he let me, he let me go and shucks. As soon as I drove off, went up there to that Walmart and fixed that baby. And so, you know, if he had gave me a ticket, then you know what? You know what? I would have went on and fixed it anyway. And, you know, you know, thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, just whatever. In other words, even sometimes, even with professionals, sometimes you have to learn to de-escalate some things. So, you know, that's and, – and look here. Ain't nothing wrong saying yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know, even if they're older than you. I'm sorry, even if they're even if they're younger than you. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, the key thing you want to do is get back home in one piece. You know, that's it. So that is something else I have to really um, emphasize. Now, why you are out? If this is regardless if uh, if you are traveling, <clears throat> if you're traveling in a car, what if you're going um, on a plane? You know, be careful. Take your passport with you. Take your inf- take your stuff with you. And I would suggest. <clears throat> I know me. I haven't flown in a while. Even when I do travel, I know I carry a lot of clothes. I know that. Now. When it is time for me to travel, when I will travel, I'm going to make sure to be mindful to bring only what I need, not what I want. Because, you know, and this is me, I used to carry enough clothes to change sometimes two or three times a day. But now, you know, when we're traveling and stuff, it's best to just go ahead and just keep a minimum of what you need. And especially even as the gas prices Oh, the way that they are, you know, use some, use some wisdom, use some wisdom in where we're going and what we're doing. Now, even while you're out, understand the dangers, the impersonable danger that may be around. Yeah, there's an old saying, he was saying, you know, there's a lot of freaks out there. And there's a lot of people that may be trying to bring harm or do harm. So we have to be conscious and don't be paranoid, but you must have common sense. A good rule of thumb is for us to go out with our friends, people that we know. In other words, don't go somewhere by yourself. Get yourself a circle. Make sure you're not by yourself. And also, even having an accountability partner. There was a suggestion that I heard about putting, adding tracking device on yourself and your friend's phone. That way you all will know where y'all are at. Y'all can be able to be in contact with each other. Now, now what y'all do outside of spring break, it, we're not saying to keep the tracking device on even after spring break, but while y'all are together, regardless if it's friends or even family members, because what happens if y'all get divided? Then some somebody get lost. You want to make sure that I know, and y'all have access to each other's whereabouts, because understand, this is the time for perverts and pedophiles to go around to try to kidnap 
a lot of people. Human trafficking is real. And this is one of the reasons why we have to be careful. That's why there are strength in number, and you have to make sure that you are very conscious of your whereabouts and also let people know where you are going, where you're going and where you're at. I will say, even to the students, there's nothing wrong telling your family and the people that you know where you're going, where you're at at all times. Like I said, there are people, and there are many reports, many reports. You know, I started to uh, bring up some videos where where people have been uh, kidnapped, murdered, trafficked, doing spring break. But it was so mean. I was like, my gosh, Stephanie needs to minimize the time just to tell you that stuff is real. And never feel like well, it'll never happen to me. If you put your guards down, it could potentially happen to you. So it's good for you to have some people to know your whereabouts. Yeah, you're grown. Yes, you're grown. But we think about your safety. And also, I want you to think about my safety. It's about accountability. Also, even while y'all are out, let's just say you may be going out with your friends or with your family while you're on spring break. And there may be someone from the opposite sex that may approach you. It's a good rule of thumb, even for y'all to have a conversation beforehand. You know, some may be single and may want to meet up with someone. It's always a good rule of thumb for us to be able to have a conversation before we have a gathering and maybe even create some keywords or some words or, of alert. If I said, hey, they let you know, hey, look here. I'm in an uncomfortable situation, or I need you to I need you to help me bail out of this situation. You know, if you know, it can be anything. It can be anything. You can say, um, if I say, hey, um, the key word might be uh, Jasmine. I need to call Jasmine. Oh, uh, tell Jasmine to come here or whatever. Hey, if you already had that conversation with your friend. That means, oh, okay, okay, I need to help them, or they may be, they may need some help in this situation. That's, or, uh, uh, it could be, you know, turkey, you know, how's the turkey? Or do you want some turkey? You know, just create a conversation beforehand. It's always, matter of fact, if you think about when we were in school, and even I know at my job, we have five drills. You know, it keep us on our toes. It keep us alert. So, like I say, even having these conversations that may uh, prevent something that may be trying to be plotted against you or against y'all. So, um, having a conversation beforehand, and and also, we are, we were saying uh, when you're going out with your friends. Uh, don't go by yourself, friends or family. Don't be somewhere by yourself. Um, also, make sure, make sure. If by chance you have to go to the ATM, make sure you have somebody with you and make sure you have somebody that's watching. Always be aware of your surroundings. That's something that you need to be doing even outside of spring break. 
Always be aware of your surroundings because someone may be watching you. Someone may be looking at you, see where you're going. Tell you, I, I deal with inmates. I deal with convicts. And so some of them, you may not have had the opportunity. They have never experienced something like that. But I'm telling you, there are people that are watching. Uh, if they have the opportunity, they will watch you. You, you, yeah, you. You might be a nice-looking young lady. You might be a handsome man, but that for the young ladies, there may be a guy that may be watching you. Hmm. He might be trying to do some do some type of harm to you, or to that guy. Yeah, you look good, you buff and everything, but it might be that young lady that may be plotting and planning, like a delight. So just for us to be aware of these things. So when you go to the ATM, be aware of your surroundings. And like I said, some of the things I'm sharing with y'all, don't just apply it, you know, during spring break, but make it a part of your life. Make it a daily practice. Be aware of your surroundings. You know, even being on the telephone, don't be distracted. Don't allow yourself to be distracted, either over the telephone or even texting or posting or whatever, people can easily get distracted and things can happen. When you let your guards down or when you are unaware, that's when other people are aware. So you want to make sure that you stay and pay attention. Also, even when it comes down to, um, I was mentioning about Posting stuff, and this is this is the other area I have to bring up. We may be posting, you know, pictures and all that stuff. Also, I do want to say, be conscious of what you post, because some of the things that you may be posting, remember, once you post it in the internet, it goes into the atmosphere in the clouds, and guess what? It's never removed. So you want to be conscious of what you post. Now, I know I'm not advocating uh, drinking and even uh, sex, but these are the conversations we have to have right now because there are some people, they end up getting to all type of alcohol and they just in their mindset they are having fun not realizing you also could be set up because what if you end up waking up and not remembering anything that happened the night before also even for you to be able to be around people and you have your drink and you put it down you walk away you come back, regardless if it's alcohol or not, don't drink it. Anytime you have a drink, make sure you never leave it unattended, and that's pertaining to alcohol or not, because we're living in a time where people put date rape drinks, excuse me, date rape pills into people's drinks, and one thing leads to another. Things happen where they end up having some complications 
you never want to be in a position where you end up being somewhere or participating in something and you don't remember. That's why, you know, to each his own. There are some people that dream, I'm not advocating it or anything like that, but one of the things I always tell people, you always want to make sure that you're in your right senses. Anything that could suppress your awareness, not just spiritually, but physically and mentally, you don't need to be participating in it. There's some people, well, you know, I'm still young, I'm, I, I feel good, but there are some things you may not recover from. So look here, you don't have to have any type of pharmaceutical or alcohol risking the chance to be intoxicated for you to be able to just enjoy yourself. I'm going to put that on pause. Now, this is the photo, and like I said, forgive me for not posting this up, but um, as we get ready to go into the next conversation, these are some of, it's called the biggest spring break regrets. Okay, yeah. Spring break regrets. 30, 38% of spring break re- regrets. Alcohol consumption. <laughs> the second one, 32%. Sex. 11% was drug use. 11% was weather. Nine percent of spring break regrets was location. Eight regret eight eight percent was friends. <laughs> Says a lot. Seven percent of spring break regrets was affordability. In other words, wasting and spending all their money. The number let's see, six uh, percent of spring break regrets, trying to find love. <laughs> and 5% was partying. And get this, get this. Uh, the first one, 38% was alcohol consumption. That's the 38%. Get that. 38%. And then the second one was 32%. Spring break regret was sex. So 32% was sex, and then look at the second to last one, which was finding love, which was 6%. So when you add up 32% and 6%, that's 38%. So 38% had regrets of sex and finding love, and then also 38% was alcohol consumption. Think about it. So you might as well say the same people that had alcohol consumption regrets were pretty much the same ones that had regrets of having sex and trying to find love. (laughs) So there are consequences that happen. And we want to make sure, like I said, we want to make sure that we use wisdom. 
we want to make sure that we use common sense um, with some of the regrets, some of the regrets. We first spoke about alcohol consumption. Let's look at uh, binge drinking. Binge drinking is probably the most concerning of all activities that college students engage in while on spring break. It is always on the mind of parents who ultimately knows that is going on. In fact, recent data from the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Anonymous, the NIAAA, they indicated that nearly half of all college students binge drink. And during spring break, it seems to go to the extreme. One study conducted by the American College of Health found that the average male reported reported drinking 18 drinks per day. 18 drinks per day. And the average female reported up to 10 drinks per day during spring break, well above the safe level of alcohol consumption. Some of the dangers of binge drinking, 1,825 college students between the ages of 18 and 25 die each school year from alcohol-related injuries, uh, unintentional injuries. One of the greatest dangers is alcohol poisoning. And that is very serious. I see it at work. And matter of fact, I didn't realize it until I began, I became educated upon it. But you have to monitor the people who are alcoholics or those who may be coming down from um, becoming drunk because you're not careful. They can actually die from poisoning. You know, we may have seen them on TV, let's say, uh, like Otis from uh, uh, Mayberry, uh, the Andy Griffin show, and you see Woodrow from Sanford and Son. It, we would laugh, or even Ned the Wino from Good Times. We would laugh when we see somebody drunk on TV, but in actuality, People can actually die from that. So I just have to bring that to awareness. Extremely high levels of alcohol reduces the automatic and voluntary drive to breathe. So people with alcohol poisoning are at risk of death because they can stop breathing. High levels of alcohol associated with binge drinking can impair the Gag reflex lead to vomiting and risk for aspiration into the lungs and potentially inability to breathe spontaneously. Breathing drinking can lead to other dangerous uh, situations. Every year, not just during spring break, thousands of kids are injured and 1,825 college students between the age of um, 18 to 25 die from alcohol-related unintended, unintentional injuries. Get this. Assault. Assault more than 690,000 students between the age of 18 to 25 are assaulted by other students who had been drinking. Also, sexual abuse. 
more than 97,000 students between the ages of 18 and 25 are victims of alcohol-related sexual assault or date rape. Injuries. 599,000 students between the ages of 18 to 25 receive unintentional injuries while under the influence of alcohol. According to the CDC and prevention, binge drinking is defined as consuming uh, five or more alcohol drinks within two hours for males and within four hours for females. Study shows that drinking the week of spring break, on average, males can drink 12 gallons of alcohol each. 12 gallons of alcohol each. And females can drink 6.8 gallons. The problem is that kids at that age often don't know when to say when. Hmm. So students are going to college not only expecting to drink, but expecting to drink a lot. When you go in with any expectations of drinking, you increase consumption. And the likelihood is more that you will be drinking. Access and binge drink access and binge drinking in a short period of time can lead to alcohol poisoning and death. Also, some of the things we have to think about other than make sure I have this in my notes. Okay. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh the second thing we have to think about think about heat exhaustion. People may be going out on the beach. Some people may uh, go out and just do their own thing. I want to make sure I'm able to hear myself. One, two. Okay, good. Um, heat exhaustion. Traveling to a sunny destination sounds perfect for spring break, but those who are not careful can encounter heat exhaustion that can ruin a vacation. Heat exhaustion take place if you are exposed to high temperatures or excessive sunlight for an extended period of time. Furthermore, typical heat fatigue symptoms can be cramps, heavy sweating, rapid pulse, and a lot of times we don't even drink enough water. Ultimately, heat exhaustion can be life-threatening, particularly for those who are participating in strenuous activities in a tropical setting, whether it's playing beach volleyball or walking from one landmark to another in a major city. The combination of ongoing physical activity with high temperature represents a recipe for disaster. To avoid heat exhaustion, you should try to stay hydrated. That means drink a lot of water and a lot of fluid. Also, to stay hydrated, um, throughout 
again, stay hydrated throughout your trip and carry a bottle of water with you is usually a good idea. Also, spending some time indoors, preferably in a cool, air-conditioned setting, may help you overcome the initial of heat exhaustion. Also, it is suggested contacting a doctor if you feel uh, heat exhaustion symptoms. Do not improve, just in case they do not improve within an hour or your temperature exceeds over 104 degrees. If your temperature, not outside, but if your temperature, um, please, please, please contact a doctor. Remember, it's always better to to err on the side of caution, particularly when it comes to heat exhaustion. And when in doubt, don't hesitate to contact advanced medical professionals for further assistance. Another thing, <clears throat> drowning. Drowning during spring break. Please, please, please. Even for those who may know how to swim, make sure. Just don't go out. I don't care if it's in a pool or on a beach. Please be aware and never feel as if you can beat the waves, so to speak. Ready to show off your beach body during spring break? You're not alone. And as such, you may wind up swimming at the beach or in the pool with friends during a break. It is important to have to swim responsibly. And as those who fall to some, uh, excuse me, for those who may fall or fail to do so may find themselves uh, may find themselves and others at risk for drowning. Drowning occurs when a individual lungs are filled with water or fluid. It can be very fatal. But those who keep water safety in mind can eliminate the risk of drowning during spring break. One of the key things we have to talk about, um, some, of the, some of the key things, the water safety tips. Use a buddy system. Never swim alone. Instead, swim with a friend to ensure you and your buddy can remain safe at all times. Know the weather. Weather conditions may vary, but those who check the weather report in advance can ensure that they are swimming in safe waters. Also, a reserve life jacket. For those who plan on going fishing or travel on a cruise ship during spring break, it is important to wear a life jacket at all times. That is, if you accidentally fall off the boat, you can be able to float comfortably until help arrives. Now, this next topic is about hmm, what I mentioned earlier. They break drugs. It's out there. Now, before I speak about, well, you know, I'm going to speak about daybreak drugs first. Daybreak drugs is a small number of women will fall prey to date rape drugs such as GHB, and uh, there's another, I, I don't know these big words, but uh, R O H Y P. N O L uh, is commonly known as Rufus 
which are odorless and tasteless and can come in both clear liquid, wow, clear liquid and powder form. There are sexual predators out there to slip these type of drugs in an unexpected victim's drink, waiting for them to take effort and then take advantage of them or rape them. Some of the symptoms for those who may have uh, may want to know about um, the symptoms: uh, advanced relaxation, vomiting, nausea, loss of muscle control, breathing difficulties. These are some of the things. Also, some of the things that it may uh, do is prevent being drugged. To prevent being drugged, don't leave drinks unattended. Don't accept drinks from strangers. And also, I'll say like this, even watch the people that you call friends. Watch out for one another. Like I said, uh, uh, an accountability partner, get a buddy system. Uh, watch out for one another. Don't go off by yourself. Don't leave your friends. Don't leave your friends. Don't let your friends go off by themselves either. Be vigilant of people in your surroundings. <clears throat> now, the next topic is what I wanted to bring up. Uh, this topic is about... Um, Sexual transmitted diseases, STD. Now, I have to I have to be very transparent. I know we're living in a day of time that people want to do whatever they want to do. One of the things I always tell people: be responsible, be careful. I, look here, I can tell you: don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. And guess what? You still be plotting and planning. But I would tell you this: I know, and this is me being transparent. I know when I was growing up, even when I was going to church, I would hear them say that, and it would scare me for a minute. And then if the opportunity came, okay. But because of my lack of knowledge pertaining to a key thing, I did it. I didn't, like I said, I did. Even if it was one or two times, if still one or two times too many. But what I found out that really made me understand something, even about myself, is more than just don't do it. And, of course, you know, we heard in the church, Bible say don't do it. Okay. But I knew that didn't stick. But what stuck for me was consequences of doing it. Hmm. We got to talk about that. There are consequences in whatever that we choose. There are benefits or consequences. Sometimes there are benefits and consequences. But whenever there are benefits and consequences, the consequences are going to always be greater than the benefit. Let's talk about it. Now, let's just say 
you want to just go wild, male or female. You want to just go wild during spring break. Okay. And sometimes we just want to get away from our normal surroundings and we can do whatever we want to do. That all saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That sounds cool. Nobody has to know. Nobody has to know your business. Look here, them people don't know you. You can do whatever you want to do. Matter of fact, if you want to, you can go to uh, the new beach and just hang out, do whatever you want to do. You can. Guess what? You even have the right to do that. But on the other hand, you got to look at the moral aspect because what happens? Because if you notice, sometimes, have you noticed there are some people who can do whatever they want to do and they don't get caught? But then when you do it, it's like, roo, 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 roo. like it's like TMZ, Facebook Live, uh, TV, everybody come out to work, work, and the spotlight is on you. That's because you weren't supposed to do it. <laughs> now, they, they got away with it because they probably already got their sentence already. But you, it's something about you, why you get caught and not other ones. Because, now, don't get me wrong. Everybody's valuable, but what if they already, quote, unquote, made up their mind that they're going to disobey God? And God said, okay, well, you know, I'm going to let you do what you want to do. I'll turn you over to a reprobated mind, all that stuff. But see, you, you, there, there are still some, some hope, some grace for you, you know. And so God is allowing you to be exposed to kind of discipline you, kind of slap you on the hand a little bit. And so the alcohol and the sex, true enough, like I said, you can have all the sex you want while you're down there, but what are the consequences? First of all, we've grown up, this might be maybe 10, maybe 20 years ago, there used to be a commercial called Girls Gone Wild. They used to always record them, record females just having the time of their life. And guess what? Now they have had the time of their life, and now the time of their life have turned their life upside down. Because what you do in the dark, it comes in the light. Sometimes what we do, we don't get a chance to change the mistakes. There are some people that have things and they have had regrets, like I mentioned earlier. You have to understand what you do right now, it can affect you later. It can even affect you right now. So with that, let's just say even, for, you know, you want to just have sex with all the guys you want to or for the guys. You want to have sex with all the guys you want to. I have to bring this up. You have to look at yourself and see that you are more than what you physically see. Because when you are having intercourse with them people, you are entering their course in the spiritual realm. In other words, there is a physical aspect of you, but then there is a spiritual aspect of you. And even if you have all the good hot monkey sex that you want to, you can get up and take a shower and you can wash your physical body. 
spiritual body still remains stained. So also understanding them people, yeah, yeah, you wore a condom. It protected you physically. First of all, all sex or safe sex ain't 100% foolproof. Now, it may prevent it may prevent her from getting pregnant, which ain't 100%. But a person can still transmit sexually transmitted diseases. Also, a condom can protect your physical body, but it won't protect your spiritual body. Still intimacy or intercourse with that individual. <clears throat> so, there is no spiritual condom except for prevention, abstinence, not doing it. I might look here. I might be. I might be uh, busting people bubbles or uh, exposing their plans, but this is for your benefit. Because a lot of times we make plans such as that, plan on doing whatever we want to do. And not realizing the value and the start that God invested into you, and the devil wants you to waste it. The devil wants you to do something. You end up picking up a spirit. Forget about a, a physical STD or a spiritual crab. I mean, a, a physical crab. They talk about a spiritual crab. They talk about a spiritual STD. You picking up some of these spirits and leeches, spiritual leeches that you've been with that person. And look here, that one night stand, one night stand doesn't leave because that person that you might have been encountering, you don't know what type of spirit that they've been entertaining. You don't know that person is a witch or whatever. So and some of the witches ain't the ones that come in with a broom and mine with long, uh-uh. No, there are some, there are some nice-looking Young ladies as well as guys, but you don't know what they're entertaining. And the devil may have put them in place to bring you down. You end up you end up sleeping with them and that's saying you know, you like I said, you didn't have the time of your life to get back to your home. Next thing you know, you get on the internet and you're there. Intercourse internet. So that's why it's very it's very responsible for us to not rely on other people to take care of our purpose or our destiny. It's up to us. I'm t- it's it's not worth it. the spiritual aspect of it. Forget about this physical aspect. You can go to the doctor. You can get a shot or whatever. There are some things that, that can be wiped away. There are some things that can't. But even with that. What about hmm, the spiritual aspect? Because one thing we have to remember, when we have sex with someone, we're not only having sex with them, but we're having sex with every person that they've been with in the physical. But in the spiritual, you're not only being intimate with that person, but you're being intimate with every person that they've been with, even if it's not sexual. So we we have to be mindful. We have to be mindful of that kind of stuff is real. 
And we want to make sure that we are conscious of the world. We're conscious, and for us as parents to have that conversation with our children, you know, I don't, look here, I don't care if you're a church goer. I don't care if you're the pastor. I don't care if you're the preacher. You got to have that conversation with your child. Because to be honest with you, and also, like I said, we got to be honest. We got to be upfront with them because when we avoid having this conversation with our children, you know what they do? They get a distorted view of love, of sex from somebody that don't even care about them. You know, if let's say if I had a daughter and me uh, too scared to talk to her, then all of a sudden then hear them, this old jack-legged, crooked-foot rascal coming to my daughter. Oh, oh look, it, look, it ain't that bad. It's, it ain't that bad. Cause think about it. Why your parents did it. You know, your parents did it. See, he just don't want you to have fun, you know. You know, he he don't understand. That's old school. This is 2020. You know, it, it, it's all right. You know, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. And see, there you know, that dude then spoke something, put a seed in that little girl's ear because the parent is not having that conversation and I realize it now. These these kids, they're getting some distorted view of love, of sex, even during elementary school years. So we got to have that conversation as parents. So um, going in, I spoke about uh, just watching, just being careful. And like I said, when we have in the courts with someone, you know, one night stand, all this stuff. Like I said, you think about you are plotting or considering having sex with this person you don't even know. You don't you don't know them. And even if you're gonna spend a week with them, you still don't know them. You have a you have to know people in the setting, different settings, how they are when they're angry, how they are when they're hungry, how they are when they get frustrated. Are they going to be honest with you? You know, are you really going to know every, Are you really going to know everything you need to know about that person in seven days, five days? Uh-uh. <laughs> Look here. If you think you can, then think about your relationships you had with them boys or with them girls, your ex-boyfriends or your ex-girlfriends. Saying you're going to know everything you need to know about them in seven days, and you didn't even know the joker that was cheating on you. You've been dating him for two years. Come on now. Wake up and smell the burnt coffee. So we have to have these conversations. And also, like I said, for us to be able to be conscious of our value, that's why it's important. Hey, keep yourself until you get married. Keep yourself, not just to protect yourself, also, for you to really make sure that that person that you may be potentially choosing to date or marry, make sure that they're worth it. Don't be so caught up you just so focused looking at them and you lose yourself in them and forget about who you are. You got to look at, oh, that is the guy of my dream. Oh, he's oh, he's great. He's this and he's that. Yeah, but what about you? What do you see about yourself? Like I said, are you compatible? He could be a good person, but he may not be for you. He may, look here. He might have anger issues. You know, he might have some. He may not like your kids. 
and to that to that guy. Hey, look here. You may like her. You, look here. She might have a nice shape right now. Oh, you you know you like the you know you like the behind and you you like the body and all this stuff. That's fine and dandy. But what is she bad with finances? You plan on creating a career. You plan on creating a business. And all she does is waste money. She look here. She spent all her money, and she thinking about spending your money. That's bad arithmetic. So you gotta look beyond the physical, and see how a person is intellectually, ethical, morally, but most importantly, spiritually, spiritually. <clears throat> so, um, along with that, uh, like I said, STD. Three out of five teens will have unprotected sex during spring break. Actually, I thought it was higher than that. <laughs> Three out of five teens will have unprotected sex during spring break, and many will have multiple partners. Such dangerous behavior, in, uh, such dangerous behavior, greatly increases the risk of STD, which can have a dire consequences. STD infections can also severely impact a woman's future fertility and have a long-lasting effect on the body. Hmm. There are so many different consequences of unprotected sex for both men and women for sexually transmitted diseases. And this is from an OBGYN doctor. You can contract you can contract everything from HIV to hepatitis to syphilis, herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, etc. You can contact these vaginally, orally, or anally. Those are the physical dangers or consequences. But like I said, there's the spiritual danger and consequences. We have to be aware that these are very dangerous things that may be going on. Also, um, drug uh, drug abroad. Residents, residents of the United States spend more than a billion dollars in medical uh pharmacies every year. Mexico has less strenuous regulations for um, for prescription drugs than of the United States. So even being aware of that, you know, that's explanatory. Also, I mentioned earlier about the uh, doing a lot of tra- a lot of tragedies during spring break. <clears throat> There was a, a New Yorker, now uh, 19, went missing during a spring break, during a spring break trip in Merle Beach, South Carolina, May t- uh, 2009. Uh, her mother did not give her daughter permission to go on the trip, but the team went anyway. She was last seen on a video image from Ben Harper Hotel surveillance camera. Nobody ever thinks that this will happen to their child, but it does. 
Every 40 seconds, a child goes missing. There's a lot of predators out there and sex traffickers, and a lot of people aren't aware of it. And it's becoming a a pandemic. Well, epidemic. I'm sorry, epidemic. It's becoming an epidemic. So, last but not least, uh, for those who I want to make sure that we get the uh, telephone numbers out for those who may. It's a good rule of thumb. Someone come up missing while you around them, or, or while you're supposed to be with them. Um, this is a CUE Center. Uh, nine one zero two three two one six eight seven, or you can contact Amber Ready. Amber Ready. This is nine seven three five zero six six zero one zero. So what we're going to do now, we're going to go ahead and go to the phone line and matter of fact, give me a phone. Go here right quick. Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to Rick Nick Maha Podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Uh, yeah, I, um, I again, uh, really enjoyed your show. Um, this is a, a great topic. Um, you know, you said, like, you know, I always say, you said all that needs to be said. Um, but one of the things that uh, I admire about this conversation is the fact of the awareness, uh, not only in the physical, but in the spirit. And that is so important, um, especially those things that, you know, the Bible says that uh, are unseen. And those are the spiritual things that can affect uh, people for the rest of their lives, not only the physical. So, you know, I just I just thank God for you bringing this up, and I hope that there was uh, a lot of people who tuned in or, you know, at least it's recorded and then, um, you know, someone can send it to somebody, you know, while they're on this spring break because, you know, this is very important what, what, what you're talking about. I mean, you cover many topics, um, but I just want to say, you know, especially like when you talked about the sexual situations, uh and one of the things I learned, I wish I'd have had a program like this when I was younger, but um, you spoke to the to the fact that, you know, people pick up spirits during intercourse. And I didn't realize that until much later. <laughs> but, um, you know, I thank God for you for bringing it out because people need to understand that um, this is a, this is a physical warfare. But it's 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 more of a spiritual warfare than they know, you know. So yeah, I just appreciate you, man, and just um, keep doing the the things you're doing. You're doing an awesome job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And to be continued. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Take care. Right. I see someone else on here. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on the air. How are you doing today? 
Hello? Okay. Good, they didn't see anything. Okay. Now, I, I want to make sure that I bring this out. Just in case for those who have never, never done anything, hey, that's good. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. But then there are others. May have done just about everything that I had mentioned earlier, pertaining to um, uh, binge drinking, abusing someone, uh, date rape, or whatever. I want to tell you, it ain't too late for you to get your life right. You know, we often celebrate those who are overcoming things, and that's great. But also, like I said, we want to acknowledge someone who may not have done anything, you know, that's that's good. I want to encourage you to continue, continue on that path, becoming, you know, becoming self-aware, being self-aware, but also for those who may have done some things that they may have regretted. God wants you to forgive yourself. First of all, if you ask God to forgive you, great, do that. If you haven't urged you to do it, don't ever feel like well, it's too late. Don't ever feel like, well, you know, uh, my past is too bad. So what? The main thing is don't worry about your past. What about your present? Get your present right, and God will take care of your past. If you give God your presence, listen, if you give God your presence, he will take care of your past and your future. But when you hold on to your past, you're not receiving God's present nor future for your life. And God wants you to be able to give that to him. It's not too late. You know, you know, even with uh, the young man was saying earlier, look here, there are some things when I was younger I planned on doing, and it seemed like for some reason, which I understand now, you know, God was looking out for this fool. You know, I tried to make some plans, and they end up phew, failing. I would try to do something. It didn't work out. I'm like, man, it seemed like everybody else, everybody else's plan would work out. But mine, phew, I'm like, man, but I see why. Hmm. Matter of fact, I'm just going I'm, I'm to throw this out here for free. I ain't going to even charge y'all. You know, a couple of years ago, uh, I was in a conversation with somebody, and they told me, you know what? I made a list of all the girls that I slept with. And I'm like, wow. And then what God brought back to my remembrance, God brought back to my remembrance those that he prevented me from sleeping with. I was like, wow, Lord, thank you. He showed me those that prevented that he prevented even for me to go out with. I was like, wow. Some of them now, <laughs> some of them now, they they husband or they boyfriends had went crazy. I'm like, Lord, thank you. There's a saying that says some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. And those unanswered prayers are actually answered prayers. It's just that the answers that you were looking for was not what you intended, but it actually was better than what you intended because God has something more and greater for you. And so with that, 
this is a time for us to understand God has a great hope and a great future for us that will supersede any type of quote-unquote fun that we may be anticipating on spring break. Spring break in your plans or in the devil plans that he has for you could actually break your purpose, break you from your purpose, break you from your identity, break you from your hopes, your dreams, because that few minutes of gratification can cause permanent condemnation, can cause a permanent stain on your heart or on your mind, or even some long-term regrets that it may, may, may make you hate looking at that person that's in your mirror. So this is a time for you to consider, is it worth it? And the answer is no. So just in case you may not be saved and you may, you know what, God, what can I do to have some fun? Look, God not saying for you to not go and go outside or even go to a beach or whatever. Get this. First of all, being saved, it ain't hard. And being saved doesn't mean that you don't have fun. Have fun, but have fun God's way. And also there's a moral, there's a ethical, and there's a legal. There's a legal thing that we must do because if you look at it, I'll put it like this. Sex. Oh, oh, I have to thank the Lord. I have to say this. I have to say this. I have to bring this up. I've just thought about it. I wrote it down and forgot about it. But also what we have to do, we have to realize even pertaining to what you may be plotting or planning pertaining to having sex with a female, or in some cases, uh, a, a guy may be, well, excuse me, a, a guy is considering having sex with a female, but then on this small incident, there may be a female that may be having a uh, plan on having sex with a particular guy. We have to understand this. If you don't remember anything else, remember this. No means no. Guys, understand, no means no. I don't care if you almost get her clothes off and she say no. I don't care if you got her half naked and she says no, no, don't do it. Stop. Immediately leave or have her to leave. Leave it alone because understand, when you neglect, when you uh, uh, go ahead and do it anyway. That's rape. That's rape. Even if, look here, y'all could be negative. Well, 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 well. She let me go this far, but no means no. And also, if alcohol is involved, look here. If you can have a conversation with her, then you need to go ahead and understand with that conversation. That means okay, uh, there's an understanding. Make sure there's an agreeance. That doesn't mean that it's right uh, spiritually, but understand understand your responsibility as a human being, as an adult. Understand your responsibility as an adult. There's a lot of guys that are in prison right now because they didn't understand no means no, even if they were naked with the female. I got to bring it up. So if she says no, I don't care if she said it under her breath. That's it. That's it. Don't try to talk her into it because now you're putting yourself in a predicament legally. 
and you don't want to be classified as a registered sex offender. So understand, no means no. We often talk about it to the guys, but also, like I said, to the young ladies. Because if that guy say no, 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 you know, you could be charged also. So understand, no means no. No means no. I had, thank the Lord, I had to bring it up. No means no. So with that being said, just in case you may not be saved, and you want to know what can you do to get saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us, If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Understand, God has a plan of purpose for you, and don't allow the devil to derail you from the purpose and plan God has for you just for a few minutes of what you think is pleasure it will cause so much pain. Understand, God has a purpose and plan for you that will blow your mind. Accept it. And understand, he has your best interest at heart. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We ask God, first of all, God, we acknowledge your presence, and we ask God to help us in every area of our lives, God. Help us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it right now, God. Even as we approach this spring break, help us, God, to be conscious of your presence at all times. Help us, God, to be aware of your presence. Presence, God. Help us, God, to be aware of your presence, your identity, and who our identity and what our identity is right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we're speaking, God, for the hedge of protection right now, God. Help us right now, God. In every area, God, we're speaking, God, to protect us from any hurt, harm, and danger right now. In the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment. In the name of Jesus, we bind every spirit of human trafficking. We bind every spirit of uh, uh, day rape or drug right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we're even speaking, speaking against the spirit of kidnapping right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you help us to be aware and alert at all times. Help us to be conscious of our surroundings, God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, God, to have that discerning spirit so high, God, that we can be able to detect when dangers around, God. Even when people try to do things, God, help us right now, God, to be close to you, God, for us to hear you and respond in obedience right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we're speaking right now, God. For that young lady, God, who's in the hospital, God, we're speaking, God, that you resuscitate that kidney right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we're even speaking right now, God, to Mr. Hall right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you protect him, that you help him right now, God. Recover right now, God. We're holding up his son right now, God. We're holding up Cody, Cody Hall right now in the name of Jesus. Holding up the family right now, God. In the name of Jesus, help them to understand who you are, even right now where they're at right now, God. Help them to understand your power, your authority over sickness, even over death right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we even speaking right now, God, touch the bereaved family right now, God, the Braxton family right now, God. Comfort them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we speaking, God, for many of those who may be uh, hurting or grieving right now, God. 
we even holding up, God, the, the Taylor family right now, God. Robert Taylor right now, God. In the name of Jesus, strengthen his family right now, God. Strengthen his family right now, God. Continue to strengthen, God, the Jones family, God, the Horton family right now, God. In the name of Jesus, the Logan family right now, God. Continue to help and heal and comfort right now, God, the Hutchins family right now, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for a blessed week. Not just a blessed week that we've had, but a blessed week that we'll experience and we'll enjoy in the weeks to come right now. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings. But most importantly, God, we thank you, Lord, for your identity, God. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you help us, God, to praise and worship you like never before, God. Help us, God, to surrender our will and our ways to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in. Matter of fact, uh, make sure nobody comes to me. Okay. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, if you just want to uh, get in contact with me, you can contact me, um, Brother Prater. You can catch me on Facebook. Also, uh, you know, uh, you can email me or even you can catch me on uh, on my website at brotherprater.com. On brotherprater.com, you'll see my daily devotions and personal appearances and also my videos, as well as you can go to the store section of my book, of my website, where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibility towards their family, their children, even their children's mother. Also, I look at it for uh, this, also for the ladies who may be single, who may be um, just, just want to just get a better understanding about life and even about uh, dating. Also, uh, I look at it as a good tool even to help you uh, understand and uh, choose uh, a potential husband or even a potential father to present or future children. Also, you can uh, purchase my other book, uh, the girl who was her brother's keeper. Um, this book was written uh, in dedication to my sister, um, Sheila Prater, who was um, tragically killed um, for during domestic violence. Uh, she was in a domestic violence uh, relationship. And, um, you know, I just, um, that's, that's one of my goals, to really just inform people even about that, that um, that was always a touchy subject for me before she passed, and now she's no longer with us. That's uh, even deeper. But I thank y'all for um, tuning in, and thank y'all for your love, y'all support. And once again, everyone, please be careful and let people know your whereabouts. You know, let people know your whereabouts, not just posting it, let somebody know, let people know. Uh, contact them, let them know where you're at, where you're going. And, um, you know, like I said, most importantly, be prayerful. So I want to thank each and one who tuned in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night.